welcome back everyone to Wasteland in Anime Podcast. Dom here. Nathaniel over there. What's crappening, everyone? Mm. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> Big Hambone. Back on the, the ones and twos. Yeah. Um, bro. What's up? What's going on with your boy? My boy Elon? You already know. I didn't even have to finish a sentence. You already know. Mr. Look, oh, he believes in free speech. Elon, look, he's a... Com- What's going on with your boy? He's a complicated guy. He He's playing 19D chess right mm. now. People out there don't understand. Oh, Twitter, that's it. That's it. He's got a master plan in place. We just haven't seen the full thing yet. I think the master um, plan is just to devalue it to the point where... <laughs> people think of it like facebook and <laughs> abandon it I, I mean as bad as he could possibly fuck it up i don't know if i i think the only thing that could truly destroy twitter is if just all our parents get on mm. if they just all hop on because that's what fucked facebook right i mean like yeah that's true i don't know once my mom is like posting shit on twitter and like she's adding me and shit then yeah then then i'll hop off i I feel like i would hop off sooner hop off then before i mean i don't know like nothing um i don't really post i'm just a lurker now yeah i know Uh, so i upsets me i have a very carefully crafted feed um (laughs) and all going away and so so far i'm not my my life isn't being affected and I'm not like seeing the difference other than like the discourse on Twitter, like blue any day now, previous blue checks. They're, they're just complaining and whining. So, um, some of them are, some of them, uh, I don't know if you saw this, like the tweet came out, like within the last couple hours from Elon, uh, daddy Musk, as you call him about the, Uh, about the parody. Yeah. 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 What's, what's up, bro? (laughs) What's going on? Yeah, it's, thought he was all about free speech and just like comedy is now free. Like you can well, be funny on Twitter again. Hmm. Yeah, you can be funny as long as you don't uh, interfere with his new uh, $8 a month <laughs> subscription yeah, yeah. service. As long as you do not mock the overlord. That's all that means. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. You, yeah. I just love that. He's like, yo, if you parody anyone instant suspension but you can say all the slurs you want like in words can drop from from the skies i mean if you say the n-word and really mean it then it's mm. allowed yeah 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 you can't parody yeah. say the n-word no you, you can't just, say it from parody you have that gets you suspended <laughs> as long as long as you mean what you say you're allowed oh yeah yeah if you stand 10 toes in your truth you're like mm. i honestly believe that black people are less and i'm gonna call them the n-word if you believe that the jews are controlling the media i mean mm-hmm. have at it king wait but is trump what? back on yet no he i i think it's more like of a principled thing because i saw this screenshot of whatever service he has like what freedom dot whatever that that social media site where he was like very happy that elon bought twitter but my site doing numbers bigger than instagram bigger and like he just listed all the sites 
yeah. and all the apps that his app is bigger than. And it couldn't be further from the truth. But I think it's more of a principle stance. He's not coming right. back at this point. He's not going to like yeah, that's lower not, himself. That sounds like a Trump move. And that was, yeah. I mean, you actually got that, a quote, that quote from him just then. Like that was, yeah, that, was that was a I've, recording. I, yeah. I, I piped that in. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Mar-a-Lago for the weekend. Uh, it was <laughs> glorious. FBI agents couldn't have been more hospitable uh, as they were rifling through everyone's belongings. But as I was there, I, just, I got a quote from Papa Trump. I was like, yo, Big D. And he was like, what's up, Dom? You can get anything you want from him as long as you you were just like, hey, your new uh, apps or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. I just quit Twitter, joined. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know he had his own platform. That's crazy. Is it his or is he just like backing well, it? He's backing it. It's not like he cooked it up. <laughs> yeah. It's not like him and uh, a couple college buddies uh, set it up like uh, the social network or anything. Yeah, it's I him. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, it, I don't know. But mm. uh, fuck, man, I'm not I'm not having a fun time. The only good thing that's coming out of this, as with all um, horrible things that have happened in our generation, it's the memes. That's the only thing that I'm like really vibing with on Twitter right now. It's everyone talking about how we're like the band members of uh, the house band on the Titanic, like going down with the sinking ship, mm. just watching all the shit f- like fall around us. That's the only thing I'm, I'm all about. But aside from that, man, I'm, ugh. I try, have you tried Mastodon yet? No. What is that? Is that a, oh, God. a rival platform? It is. <laughs> if you think of a rival as like, you are all might, and you are pristine you're in your prime and then there's a turd like six <laughs> feet away from you well that that yeah. would be mastodon it's i mean we've had so many years of social media platforms to like learn our lesson but if you were on top of your shit you would mm. know that anytime a new platform gets released that you should just go grab your handle you know, your username. I did that. No, I did that. Yeah. Immediately. So I, I should probably go do that just in case it's just, it takes five minutes. You should just go grab your, uh, your <sighs> Not name. With Mastodon. It takes a lot longer. There's Oof. some, it's so fucked. It's weird. Uh, look into it when you get some time, Damn. but you have to like, it's so it's sectioned off. Like, I think they're called hmm. silos or something where really? you have to choose like what, category you're basically going to be posting in for the foreseeable future and i tried typing in a number of things that i'm interested in yeah are you looking at it right now uh no let me hop to it let's see oh you're looking at mastodon porn weren't you mastodon.social their icon looks like discord this looks like discord this looks exactly like discord when you it does, but it's so much worse because with Discord, you can actually find what you're interested in. And there's like yeah. cross-pollination, but not with Mastodon. That's weird. Is it like community-based? Like Maybe. Is? I don't know. I haven't found my community yet. I couldn't mm. tell you. Yeah, I mean, it looks complicated. I, I guess, I mean, I see like a feed here of random shit uh i guess it mildly looks like twitter but it's yeah it it looks like a good sense like 
yeah, it's it, it is a ghost town. It's it's similar in the sense like you can post, like you can. It basically looks like a Twitter feed when you post, yeah. but there's no way to really gain any traction outside of whatever silo you're in, and that's the beauty of Twitter is like people intermingled. I would see furries. I would see, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know, just SoundCloud rappers. I would see a number of people in my one feed, and I could right. like tweets. People could retweet all this shit. And here it's just nah, fam. Yeah. I mean, so the, it's fucked. I mean, for me, I know people use Twitter for different reasons, but for me, it's really Twitter is just like porn. A new, yeah. Just all porn for you. It's yeah. uh it's really more than anything like a news feed of stuff hmm. that I care about. Like I follow specific okay. people to get specific things, and that's where the majority yeah, of the I shit that. I care about comes rather than following some other random like feed that is weird like i'm actually following accounts that i know are going to give me stuff i want to see mm-hmm. in terms of like different news and things like that so yeah like what really if, happened on january 6th <laughs> yeah exactly um no it's mostly like it's honestly just a lot of video games and kind of anime manga stuff really yeah um I hear you. the pop culture stuff i'm interested in so if all the that's what it would take honestly to get me over to something like mastodon it's like if if everyone agrees like we're all headed over then i'll be like okay i'll head over here's but, the thing everyone's been saying like okay i guess we're going to mastodon and then they go and they're like this is shit yeah this is untenable it, like no it, ta- it takes a lot for everyone to jump to like a whole new thing like mm. we're all so used that's to- true even with twitter i remember in the early days people mocked the fuck out of it because originally with the 120 characters and it was mainly status based where people were just posting what they were doing there weren't threads you know what i mean yeah i don't think people yeah when it yeah i think in the early days there's like people didn't really know what its purpose was and then like you finally get to a point where it really came into its own where it's like yeah it's essentially like a news feed you have like important people are on here like eventually Mm. politicians and presidents and like every journalist in the world is on there. So, yeah. And the cool, the great thing about it was not only did you get like their personal or their professional uh, persona, you also got the personal, you got, you got stuff where they're just like kicking back. Nothing's going on. And they're like, Oh, I'm going to do a thread of like all the shit TV I'm watching right now. Or they do an interview with someone and they're like, Oh, they didn't post the whole thing. Here's the excerpts of what was cut. And you get to like, get an inside view of some stuff. I don't know. Twitter was for the people, Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. And your, your king almighty, he took it away from the people. And then he said, oh, $8 a month and you can your voice can be heard. Mm. What? I can't with him. Also, he fired like thousands of people and now they're like, yo, can you guys come back? Did they they're really- reaching out. Yeah, they're reaching out to the people that have been fired. <laughs> Not all of them, but some. And they're well, like, uh, our bad. Which, I don't know, says a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, well, Why couldn't Jack Dorsey just hang on to this? Money. Yeah, you're right. But when is enough enough? He had so much of it. I want to, mm. like, ah. Uh, 
look, I'm a capitalist through and through. Oh, yeah. But I'm also for the people. So (laughs) (laughs) definitely at a certain point. Yeah, no, at a certain point, enough has to be enough. Like there's a jackpot right now that's worth like 190 billion or some shit. I forget what it is. (laughs) It's if you play the lottery, but you'd have enough to like give a million to every person on the planet above like the age 21 and still have a billion for yourself. Yeah. I remember when there was the last like huge fucking, I mean, around that, like in the billions, whatever it was, uh, my girlfriend and I were talking about it. Like, Hey, we should like, what, like what would happen if we honestly won? Like not Mm -hmm. obviously thinking it would, but when you really like run just some basic numbers, you're like, I would need a fraction of that to live the most comfortable life. Right. And for my kids to all live comfortable lives. Like, Oh, you, you start would, having kids, you'd, you'd reproduce. No, with that I, money, huh? well, yeah, I probably have like 20 kids of a Hell little yeah. empire, but, um, Oh, sound like Elon Musk. So they'd all betray all right. me, but. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, no, I mean, just, you would need such a small fraction of that. It's just like, at what point, yeah, I mean, I would give. I don't know what I would do with it, but it would be. I wouldn't you'd, just you'd like break sit me off, on though, it. right? Like you'd give me a few shekels. Yeah, no, give we, me some ducats. We did talk about that. We're like, well, it, it's so much money that like you just pick all the people in your mm. lives and just like your day one set set them up. Like, why not? Woo wee! Oh, I can't wait for you to win the lottery so I can just blow all my money and come back to you in a year and a half. And hat in hand. She's like, look, I crashed you my buy, solid gold racing car. You would, there'd be like, like the intercom on my building. You'd be like, hey man, come outside. I'd literally open my window. You'd be in a full functional like Gundam suit like from Japan or something. Yes. And you, I, I, I would have, but here's the thing. In my full uh, operating like Gundam suit, I'd be ringing a fedora. Like, look, man, I'm out of cash. I'd I'd have it in my in my big ass Gundam uh, claws. Yeah. You say if you could spare a couple billion, I'd really it, it it would get me like right where I need to be. Just four four billion, please. And I keep upping it with every pause I take. Just a mm. cool ten, and I'd be out of your hair. You'd never see me again. Until Thanksgiving. Yeah. But uh man, yeah. So the way I spend 90% of my day on Twitter, it's now crumbling all around me. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm. I can't I can't go to Instagram. I mean, I'm already on Instagram. I don't care for it. I, I like it. I use yeah. Instagram the way you use Twitter. That's the way I use Instagram. Mm. I don't touch it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it's rough. But all that being said, the one shining star in the night sky in the cold, dark, desolate night sky that we now have because, you know, spring forward, fall back. We're Tina Turnering our clocks back. Mm. It's dark out now. The only thing I have to look forward to is sweet, sweet anime, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now, today stuff. we're going to be covering episodes 31 through 36 of Naruto. Oh, The latest episodes of Chainsaw Man. Oh. My Hero Academia. Oh, and yeah. To Your Eternity. Damn, what a so, lineup. Where would you like to start, my friend? Also, I saw, like, I don't know, maybe uh, it was, uh, <laughs> was that my jobless reincarnation or something? Oh, Mushoku Tensei. Mushoku Tensei is coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. So wow. I saw something about that. 
uh, season two dropping soon. But that's neither here nor there. What we are doing now is covering the anime that I previously listed. So if you're feeling froggy, then leap. You know what I'm saying? Coming down the runway, take off, boy. Where do you want to talk? Like, where where would you like to start? What's what's tickling your nuts, Zach? Uh, um, I could really start anywhere. I don't know. Do you want to get? Hmm. I don't know. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest, boy. I I don't know. You want to talk about these Naruto episodes? Okay. Yeah. And here's why. Last week, we spoke about the fact that Sakura is doing nothing. Yeah. She's a weak link. Yeah. We we got what we were asking for. Did we? Well, not totally but yeah, okay it i was, was like what it we was almost uh, did. I mean, we got like hints of it yeah it was more <laughs> it was weird it was a weird experience like we talked about that that's been our concern for a while and then like we really vocalized it last week and then like right into these episodes yeah all of a sudden like naruto naruto and sasuke are like out cold out for the- out for the count baby and, and she's go has this internal speech where she's like i gotta like i'm always just fucking up i i, I can't do shit and i'm yeah. like yeah i'm like facts this is what we've Let's been go. talking about and yeah but then like I, I i'm yeah i'm definitely conflicted about like what we saw and i'm hoping this was only just kind of the beginning but like here's oh. my big question of what we saw with her like I hesitate to even call it a transformation. I don't know what no. you'd call it. She it cut was her just, hair. Yeah, she literally cut her hair was the first thing. I'm like, what does this do? Is this... I thought it was going to be like a major moment. Like she cuts her hair and she like steps out in her boss bitch era and just starts fucking shit up. And I thought it was going to be her like leaving behind her crush on Sasuke, her pettiness with Eno and sort of step up as a true uh tuning or whatever tuning whatever it's called but yeah yeah she not really yeah she cuts her hair and it, it's re- it really just wound up as like a superficial kind of like visual makeover more than anything yeah. um she had some crack at one point about how like oh i move better with yeah. it and but i'm well, like she was yeah giving a reason to know yeah but but yeah, like once she started, like I was just kind of confused when she actually had to fight and she seemed to be able to like pull some stuff off. I'm like, so you could do mm-hmm. some of this shit the whole time. Like, you know, some jutsus and like other things, like some abilities. Like, so you could just do some of this the whole time and you just didn't. Well, she didn't have to. She had Sasuke, I, she had Naruto, but, and now she's got Rock Lee yeah, up I, in the shit. Like she definitely has them to lean on, but like every time, every foundation, every time there was a tussle and like a fight with other people, she wouldn't just be like, "Oh, cool, they got it." She'd be like, "Oh my <laughs> god, I can't! Like, I just yeah, gotta go run over in the corner." It's like you can help. Like, <laughs> there's never a time when like you just don't need to do anything. True. I think your your help in a life or death fight is always appreciated. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. Um, I'm scrubbing back through, like, looking at the episode in question. I think it's episode 32 entitled Sakura Blossoms. And it's like, I guess, kind of. 
<sighs> yeah. But we're I, also 32 episodes into the season, and it's the first time we're seeing Sokka do anything. And we're going to touch on it in a little bit. It completely gets eclipsed by Rock Lee and Sasuke. Yeah. Like, it was so weird because, like, you have her in this moment where she's like, you know, she has this big kind of emotional um, kind of awakening or whatever, where she, you know, she has this flashback of like, this is how I've always been. I've always been kind of like shy, kind of a coward, kind of a weakling, whatever. And she has this moment and she kind of steps up for a minute, but then Rock Lee just shows up and it's like, yeah. well, Rock Lee's here. So he's, <laughs> he's, he's got it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. His whole fight there was just like, why couldn't this just be a big, Give it all the Sakura. for Sakura. Like, yeah. why does, why, she, like, she's clearly a main character. Like, Rock Lee's cool and everything, I guess, but, like. But he's supposed to be second tier. Yeah. To the three that are Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura, but. Yeah, if, like. He's up there. I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, Sakura was positioned from the very start, along with the core trio, as one of the main characters. And like you said, we're in the 30s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 30 episodes that's like a full season plus of uh, a normal animated television show and it's like we already like it feels like in a lot of ways we've gotten more kind of significant rock lee coverage so much uh more than sakura and rock lee has only just been in this arc and this arc isn't really even over yet um, right. He, like in a couple episodes, they've done more for Rock Lee than for. True. True. For Sakura. That's, yeah, no, you're definitely right about that. I've learned more about Rock Lee and his training. I mean, the flashbacks they gave Sakura, they were very milquetoast. They were very just. I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, totally. It It was. <sighs> I don't know. It, it it very much just boils down to like, we got, like, we didn't get what we wanted, but they like, this was their effort. Like, that's what makes it worse mm-hmm. is like this, right. this is them doing what they think we wanted. <sighs> but, Obviously, this uh, is from the past. This is, but Yeah, I know. This has got to be uh, just a problem of Shonen from this time period where they they give these crumbs to the female protagonists and they're like, good enough. Right. And maybe it was back then, but like now, I mean, I'm not saying that we're so enlightened and so evolved, but we touched on it last week where we have all these female protagonists and all these other shonen that are so integral to the success of the team overall. And Sakura just feels like a footnote. She feels like an afterthought of, uh, all these other male characters. It, yeah, I don't know. I was going to tweet out like because I have a lot of people that follow me that are uh, huge Naruto fans. I was going to text my uh, nephew and just ask like, is Sakura just straight trash? Like, what's her deal? Because I've yeah. been given nothing. I want, I, I want an answer on this. I should, but I should text my, neph- my yeah, nephew. Yeah, I mean, there's like a. It's not like a you know, <laughs> golden rule that will solve all your writing problems. But like, it's mm-hmm. a thing that I remember hearing a long time ago. I can't remember from who or where I heard it, but 
it was basically saying like if you're a writer or you're trying to write and you're kind of like new at it that i think especially if you're i mean yeah if you're a guy or if you're just like one uh you know gender or the other and you're like writing i think for a lot of people early on if like you're a guy and you're trying to write something and you think about writing a female character you might get a little like Mm -hmm. ah it's it's a it's a girl it's a woman i I don't know like you might like have this mental block of like i don't understand how to write like a female character and this advice i heard was you know it basically just boils down to like just write a A guy like yeah you know not literally but like just write a guy like and and just their you don't need to i i think it's like this weird thing that and i think this might be kind of part of that where you just think like just think about all the characteristics that you know uh the author here of naruto gives like rock lee or naruto Mm -hmm. or sasuke or anyone else and then just 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 apply that to sakura like there's no secret different thing here Um, that's funny i that's funny you mentioned that only because I've recently been listening to this podcast called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, and it's a pop culture podcast mm. that um, basically they review and uh, rate all films with uh, people of color as the leads. And a lot of their critiques in like earlier films where black characters aren't really given their due is like their their whole argument is just like black people are not a monolith we are not one thing people of color uh like other ethnicities we are not one thing we are all everything so the way that you would like when it says for instance because a lot of these guys they're actors or comedians and they go out for auditions and it says all american type or um boy next door something like that but they know that's code for white person Mm. yeah when yeah but when they're like reviewing these movies they're like but these are these are ostensibly the same struggles that we have and when they do cover movies or television shows that show a wide array um of like different lifestyles of black people or uh hispanic people or latino people or uh asian americans that type of thing they're like this movie ruled because it it wasn't all stereotypes it was everyone just being who they were and like yeah. we accepted that because i mean that's life that's like for instance if anyone were to showcase my life if i were out like in the world and had a hollywood movie depicted about me it wouldn't be the stereotypical quote unquote black story that mm. a lot of people in hollywood would like glom onto you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like I went from the big city to the suburbs and I just led a very normal life. But that is such a huge thing for a lot of people like me. And it's not something that people get to see because Hollywood is focused on making very specific movies that they consider to be, you know, for black people. It's weird. Yeah. So it's I definitely get what you're saying with Sakura. Yeah. It's um well, yeah, it, it, 
yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to just de- real quick. <clears throat> oh, no. Yeah, no, we're not going to derail. But do you remember uh, that movie? Sorry to bother you from Boots. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Boots Power. I forget what it is. Boots Riley. But Boots think- Riley. That's it. OK, so they reviewed that movie. And I remember you and I, we both saw that movie in quick succession. Uh, yeah. I forget which. Yeah, but we both saw it. And I think we both didn't care for it. Right. Did you like it? Um, Not not totally. No. Yeah. No. OK. Yeah. So I listened to this podcast as they reviewed it. And one of the guys was like, yeah, I hated it. I did not like it. Yeah. I, and he was like, but. I'm glad it got made. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. happy that it exists for the simple fact that no black directors are doing anything like this. No black writers are doing things like this. So I I I like that it's so absurd and that it's so out of left field. And you know, maybe someone will see this movie and take it a step further, or do it differently, and then I'll like that next one. But I don't have to like every movie that comes out starring a black lead, produced by a black person, directed by a black. <laughs> person or written by a black person like so when we say like we just want these characters in these earlier shonen like these female characters to be given more it's not necessarily to say that we're gonna love everything that they do get but we can appreciate like these little like instances so with sorry to bother you i like like 30 maybe 40 percent of that movie Mm mm-hmm but I didn't love everything that it did. Like with Naruto, I'm liking a lot of what they're doing, but with the Sakura of it all, I'm just like, mm, this ain't it. But maybe that's because of the time and that's just where Shonen was in this instance. And because of this, we got Maki Zenin. We got um, mm. Mikasa Ackerman. We got Hanji. Yeah. We, you know, we, we get like, this is a building block. Yeah, because I mean... I was thinking a couple minutes ago, I mean, like for as, as critical as we're being of Sakura's character and how she's written, like if you compare it to like the women of Dragon Ball, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, it's way better. Um, there are, I can, I can count on three fingers, Bulma, Chi Chi and the Dell. Those are not even Bulma. Eh, maybe Bulma. She's more emotionally strong. But either way, three women. Oh, Android 18. All right. But still, four. four, Three women and an android that are female characters that are strong. And they're all playing second fiddle to every male character in the Dragon Ball universe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I, I think, yeah. And I think a lot of it, the trick to a lot of this stuff um, for most stories, uh, is, you know, kind of what you were just talking about with, you know, that podcast and these certain films, um, that get made and stereotypes and everything is like, most of the time we're not always looking for like a story about someone's specific race or gender. We're just looking for a story that resonates yeah so we don't need naruto to tell this powerful female thing it's just like i just want sakura to be a compelling mm-hmm. person to see uh and i think that applies to yeah back what i was saying about writing and everything it's like you don't 
if you're writing some story um and you're you know a white guy or whatever you don't and you want there to be a, like a black character you don't need to think like oh well how do yeah. i tell the the black story it's like <laughs> right. just write the character and then that's just if that happens in casting then that's what happens then there yeah. it is so like yeah I, I think uh a lot of writing would benefit from uh just like 95 percent of the time i mean there's obviously room for specific sure stories but like most of the time in storytelling it feels like just write compelling characters and then they just Let are your, they like, just are who they are yeah and also trust trust your actors to bring something else out of those characters mm. when they, you know, when they read the script, I don't know. It's uh, we, yeah, we got off on a tangent, but what I will say about these episodes is they, while we were disappointed with the Sakura, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak for you. What I will say is I was very impressed with several things. One, the Sasuke backstory, we could see a little bit more of like what drives him and what pushes him to be, as powerful and distinct as he is. And two, Shikimaru. We got to see the other little clan, that <laughs> that group. Uh, the one with Ino, Chi- uh, Shikimaru, and I think his name is Cho or Chio or something, the little pudgy dude. He gets upset <laughs> yeah. and he tell him that he's fat. Uh, I can yeah. say that as a Rubenesque man myself. I can, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Uh, but okay, I'm you, you, you're you told me with Chainsaw Man, you're like, you know what? I have a feeling I know who you're going to like, uh, you know, Aki, blah, blah, blah. And we'll get to that when we get to that, because they did showcase his power set in Chainsaw Man. But they finally showcased Shikimaru's power set. And I'm going to harken back to the early days of this podcast while we were covering uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Do you remember what? power i gave my stan yeah it was like um wasn't it like shadow something yes it was shadows it was like it 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 had like a wolf uh thing associated with it lichen obsidian is what i called it l-y-c-a-n obsidian so i'm all about shadows this guy shikimaru having this paralysis jutsu where he can tie people to their shadows and won't allow them to move. I was like, oh, fuck. that's what I'm talking about. I'm into that. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think of these other characters finally getting a little shine? Yeah, I mean, it was cool to see. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I watched these a couple of days ago and I was, you know, I'm always Daniel. I'm always uh multitasking when I watch Naruto. So I don't know as am I, but so, I watched them this morning. So Yeah. So fresh. like visually with the power sets, I don't I'll be honest, I don't know how much I absorbed of it, but facts. Um no, I def I definitely caught you know, a fair amount of uh yeah, just like more of these like side characters getting involved. Um mm-hmm. and that other dude, the like sand guy. Oh too. my god, gotta we gotta talk about him because he's OP. Okay. Yeah. This entire like arc that we're in right now, it very much reminded me of my hero uh in their whole like forest arc where everyone was trying to run away from that dude 
muscular. You remember him oh. from the earlier seasons? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's when we first got real, like we really saw um, Tokoyami uh, really come into his own. And uh, Shoji, the guy with like the eight arms and all that mm-hmm. shit. But yeah, this reminded me of that as I was watching this and seeing all these uh shinobi like battle it out i was just like this is what i this is really what i wanted and i could see the building blocks of this turn into my hero and everything like that where they're showcasing these powers there's these disparate um just sort of environments that everyone's been put in and people are they're throwing everything that they have at the wall it was it was cool to see so yeah, yeah if you want we can get into gotta yeah sand like they said like his sand smelled of blood and i was like what is that what does that mean and then lo and behold we saw what the fuck that means so i guess if he's not our big bad because we already have where our big bad's gonna be in that mysterious dude uh i think he's uh gotta is gonna be like mm, the dobby to steal from my hero you know if the mm. big bad is gonna be like um, Shigaraki, then this guy is going to be like Dobby, where he's going to be a problem, but he's not the problem. Hmm. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, just since he's, uh, I mean, I, I guess there's no like, if you're, because I mean, he's training to be a Shinobi, I mean, right? He's training, but they said, I don't know if you picked up on this because you're multitasking, but yeah, when he finally came to uh, to the end of the whole training exam to like place his scrolls there, one, he beat the time by four hours. Two, he didn't have a mark on him. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like the leaders, they were like, "Holy shit, are you f- what? This kid are like." He doesn't have a mark on him. He beat the time in four hours. He's just, he's beyond. So even though he's quote unquote training, I don't believe for any second that he doesn't have the abilities to be a Shinobi already, which means like he's playing at something completely different. You know, he's on some other type of shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, they kind of foreshadowed this a bit, but it's always hard to tell in these like, um, shown in stories where, cause like when he first showed up, you know, he's got this very kind of cold stoic, like mm-hmm. I'm better than all of you vibe, but right. you never really know like how true that's going to turn out. But yeah, like you I said, mean, Sasuke did that too, you know? Yeah. But Sasuke where we see the limits of his, uh, mm. ability, but with this dude, he definitely seems, uh, yeah. Like you said, I mean, he seems OP facts um yeah i'm interested to see like what because i mean naruto is a very there's a lot more to get through with this and (laughs) the shippuden series so i imagine you you know in every shonen there's like someone compiles lists of like the tier you know the strongest tiers like i I, i'd be curious i obviously i'm not gonna look because i don't want to get spoiled of anything Uh but like I'd be curious when it's all said and done, just since we're so early in the series, like if he's a character who sticks around, like is, is this true power in the Naruto world or is this like pretty strong, but you haven't seen nothing yet kind of thing? Well, 
I mean, I'm I mean, I think it's like what four seasons of Naruto proper that we're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me back out. Yeah, four seasons. So 52 in this season one that we're watching and we're 36 in. So we got about, you know, I don't know, do the math at home. Talk to a calculator. I'm not here to do that for you either way. I could definitely see this guy just that's why I mean uh, what I mean when I say he's the Dobby because uh, we were introduced to Dobby in like season one or season two and he's still out here taking down pro heroes you know he's still a force to be reckoned with so if he's not the most powerful he could still be a problem uh, but I want to ask you a question because now we're over halfway through season one how are you feeling about Naruto as a whole? Because me personally, I'm feeling it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I'm not, not feeling it, but I think more than anything, I feel like I'm in a place with Naruto where it's starting to like settle in a bit more where mm. I'm like, okay, I, you know, these characters, I get it. I'm not, yeah. I'm still not like in love with it or anything, but hmm. we're, you know, we're like 36 episodes in now. That's quite a bit of time to spend with any series. So I just sort of feel like I'm kind of just, I'm in the, I'm flowing with the motion of Naruto. I'm not, it doesn't feel like it's pretty easy Something for me you to need to watch. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I'm getting through the episodes fine. I'm not like banging my head against the wall. It's like, yeah, it's just like something that's on that I put on in the background and I'm like, okay, this is like a little, a little time, you know, just like a little mm-hmm. pleasant little time with a series. And I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping as time goes on that it'll start to like suck me in more and I'll, I'll be more become like more invested mm-hmm. and like into everything that's happening. But yeah, I, I feel like that's sort of where I'm at more than anything. Okay. Like when I say I'm feeling it, I'm not saying that I'm not invested or like I'm uber invested, but yeah, I'm definitely feeling it. Like I am mm-hmm. enjoying the character dynamics more so than anything. I'm liking what I'm seeing from all these secondary characters because as we talked about with Chainsaw Man, while I love Dingy Power and Aki, when you told me that there were going to be more people added to the crew, I was hyped. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking the same way with Naruto. And I know that oh, for all intents and purposes, Sakura, Sasuke, and Naruto, they are our three mains. But I wouldn't be very upset if Rock Lee, uh, Shikimaru, and Ino mm. are added to that you know, core group, like second, like it, that brings me back to our other podcast, uh, Wasteland High, where Taylor Townsend was added and she was like, oh, I'm, I'm core, like I'm second core, you know, like mm. I'm, I'm on that second tier, but I'm still in the mix. I'm with that. So especially with the mystery, the power sets, I'm watching all these characters evolve. I mean, we haven't even touched on uh, Sasuke like unleashing his power where he's like this just entity, like waves of power jutting off of him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. People were afraid when they saw Sasuke out and about. So I'm here for it though. Like I'm hyped to a minimal degree. Like I'm just, 
I'm entertained by what I'm seeing. I can't wait to like really get to know these characters more. If I could binge it heavy, I would, because I feel like that would be more enjoyable. But, you know, these these five to seven episodes that we're doing at a time, that's fine, too. It is what it is. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean. I don't know. I feel like there's so much to get through. Um, um, yeah, you know, in a, and you know, we're doing a podcast where we like to co- cover different things. So, I mean, at some point we could probably talk about getting through more at a time and talking about much bigger. Yeah. Chunks. I think, I think that would come after like chainsaw man ends for the season. Cause they're only doing 12 episodes and I'm sure that, my hero is going to go on a break for the holidays or something. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I could definitely see doing something like that down the line, but as of right now, I'm fine with these little chunks that we're doing, but yeah, let's put that on the board as something that we're considering like doing large swaths. Uh, But all that being said, that was our coverage on Naruto. Do you want to go next? Where I want to go or where you want to go? No, where I want to go. Yeah, where do you want to go? I want to go to My Hero. I want to talk about Mm. that. Mm. I mean, the building blocks of My Hero propped up, or the building blocks of Naruto propped up My Hero. I mean, without Naruto, there'd be no My Hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, Naruto walked so My Hero could run. Here we are. Yeah. (sighs) Hit me with it. What are you feeling? I am feeling that this episode was a dry hand job like under the pants like not above Damn. but under it was good i'm not saying it was bad or oh. anything like it felt nice but it could feel so much better mm, talk me through like, it we got teases of this big showdown between um shigaraki and deku we got endeavor try like and that's what i was talking about last week where i said shigaraki he's so op right now that like are you shitting like how is endeavor going to hold him back and we saw that endeavor could barely hold his own against him when did you watch this episode i'm curious uh i mean it was it only came out yesterday so yeah yeah, no yeah then i guess it was yesterday okay so as I was watching this uh, this afternoon, I was very taken aback with how unprepared and well, no one could really prepare for Shigaraki because they have files on Shigaraki. They know what his his quirk is. It's decay. That's all they know about him. Unbeknownst to them, the mad scientist doctor gave him uh, one for all. There's an all for one. Which one is it? The bad one? The bad yeah. one is... All for all one. For one. Right? Okay, so that crazy doctor gave him all for one. So now he's got whatever power is convenient for plot devices. Uh, he can fly. He can send EMP blasts. He can regenerate. He's just, he's on some other shit. And all Endeavor has is that Hellfire <clears throat> quirk. So yeah. he's doing everything he can to contain 
Shigaraki, but it's nothing. It's not, it's not something that can be contained. Yeah. And it, what was great was that Shigaraki is sensing Deku out there. He's like being drawn to him. So that's part of what I was wondering. I'm like, look, I understand that Deku is only a child and he can't, he can only do so much, but how are we going to keep he and Shigaraki away from each other when, I mean, they are ostensibly like each other's dark side and light side of the same coin. Where, where are we going after this? Like you, you've already started this uh, villain liberation movement type thing. And all these heroes are coming together to fight all these villains. But the end goal is Deku versus Shigaraki. So Deku, who's like only still in his first year as a student at UA, how is he going to compete? How is he going to fight off Shigaraki? That's where I am sort of like left wondering, like, where do we go from here? How are we going to accomplish anything of substance without it being like, I don't know, not, yeah, not like plot armor where of course Deku won't die, but how is it going to be compelling? You know what I mean? Like, how is it going to be anything like worthwhile? Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting question because yeah. And I mean, I think it sort of speaks to, um, something I was raising. It was, I think it was last week or the week before, but basically when, uh, uh, Shigaraki was like, you know, he's, he's broken loose and he's just laying way, like he can just disintegrate everything around him. I'm right. like, cause I said something along the lines of like, to me, you know, clueless as to what happens in the manga for the most part, this feels kind of like a, there feels like a finality to this because it's so powerful. And yeah, and yeah cause what you, what you're saying now, and I totally agree is like, he's not just going to like go away. And like, how are you going to stop him? I mean, no one has any, like he's got um, like All Might's out of commission. Um, And yeah, all Endeavor has is Hellfire. Meanwhile, Shigaraki's got like, he can just disintegrate anything and he has all for one. So it's just, and, and yeah, like Deku, it would feel so cheap if Deku could not fully stop him, but like, but stand toe to toe, stand toe to toe. Like, I'm just wondering, like, yeah, I feel like, I hope it doesn't boil down to some fucking like, yeah. Uh, hand wavy. Like, yeah. Uh, like, okay. As much as I love that moment, it would be, I would, I don't know if I would quit the show or what I would do. If that little girl with the horn uh, just happened to pop up, and jumped on Deku's back and he was fighting when he's fighting Shigaraki mm. because that was fine in one instance. That was fine during that battle, like back in season four or whatever when it happened. But if it were to happen now, that's such a cheat. That's such like bullshit. Like I need to see this character progress. I need to see him evolve, you know, like, yeah. Ah, it's it's rough but yeah. yeah i don't know yeah it's yeah i think more than anything it's kind of uh yeah it's an interesting and kind of frustrating little arc that we're in now just because mm-hmm. it's 
yeah, like so much is happening now and so many interesting things are happening, but it's also like, yeah, I'm struggling to see how it's going to be dealt with in a way that's not like hand wavy, like you said, or some bullshit thing, just because Deku, he's not fucking re- like, he's no one's ready. Yet, Endeavor, Endeavor's no, not ready. Like even, yeah, the number one hero is struggling right now. Yeah. He needs like so much help from all the other heroes just to keep Shigaraki busy. Yeah. And Shigaraki, I mean, yeah, he's not just going to like go away for a bit until everyone he trains might. up. I could see him like that's the only hand wavy thing I could see happening soon is with Aizawa in the mix, like stopping his uh, cake work and all this other shit. He can't stop the regenerative uh, stuff or anything else, but he's stopping the decay. I could see some hand wavy thing where. I don't know. Endeavor gives him a blow. Pause or Endeavor like. I don't know, does something. And Shigaraki's like, I'm not ready to, uh, f- like, fight the holder of All for One just yet. I have to, like, and yeah. he recuses himself. I can or, see some stupid shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I, t- yeah, I, I could totally see that. It, mainly, too, because he was kind of, like, broken out of his pod early like he could yeah. he could say something like oh this all happened before i was prepared or whatever i could see that or i could see him saying like oh you're just a boy you're not you're not mm. on my level yet i want <laughs> i true i want to truly defeat you the classic your, yeah villain thing yeah yeah exactly where if you're a villain you're like yeah i don't give a fuck i'll end you yeah. right here well, Yo, it, you're not that, ready you're not ready i mean that's the whole like <laughs> main austin powers joke with dr evil yeah. where it was i think it was in the second one where like scott <laughs> evil was like just shoot yeah, him kill him right now, now. like I'll, yeah. i have a gun in my bedroom i'll go get it for you he's just like yes. you don't understand how this works do you oh classic <laughs> we're we're bringing back austin powers 2 yeah references Spy who shaggy. get into it yeah <laughs> man uh yeah but I mean, I enjoyed the visuals. I loved seeing Endeavor versus Shigaraki only because it was like no problems for Shigaraki. He was out here just throwing himself into the air, flying. Endeavor was struggling to catch up with him. Everyone was like scrambling. And this is like we also got um, References back to the Kamino Ward incident where Bakugo was taken captive by Shigaraki. Also, mm-hmm. there are several other heroes who were killed. Uh, we got to pour one out. We got to eh. pour a few out for all those characters. Oh, yeah. Those nameless faces. Oh, so sad. Uh, God. Well, I mean, one of them had a name. Funk Man. I don't know what his quirk was, but he was like, he, like when they showed his to. body. He was on the ground and he looked like a cowboy hero, which should uh, light a fire under your hillbilly ass. But his name was Funk Man. I don't know what his quirk was at all. I feel like I need to look it up. But either way, uh, we got some Deku Bakugo stuff where they're like shooting through the air in order to lead Shigaraki away from everyone else. And I I love their their vibe. I love their like their companionship it's so wild the way that they've evolved over the last like several seasons and 
spoiler alert. I mean, did you ever cut that one thing out that I asked you to cut out from that one episode a while ago about Bakugo? Uh, probably not, huh? I, so we how long ago? First. Maybe. I mean, I forget everything I do with this podcast right yeah, after it happens. That's great. <laughs> we should get you checked for like early onset Alzheimer's because you're mm. just like, oh, yeah, I watched this episode today. I don't remember a thing. <laughs> well, it's the way it goes sometimes. I guess so. It's a cold world. But either way, the way we know things are going to go for Bakugo, especially, but also Deku, it's just, it's nice to see them out there in the sky as these two heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just love them together and I love seeing them in action. They're the greatest. So do you have any uh, closing thoughts on this episode of My Hero? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think we covered it all. Um, Facts. I, you know, you know me. Uh, Still the same OG, but I've been low key. Yeah. That's a Dr. Dre lyric. Oh, you're telling me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you got a tattoo on your chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, nervous about how this like fight is going to resolve itself hmm. or have a lack thereof of a resolution. Hmm. Um, but curious, uh, still pretty strong arc so far, but yeah, just waiting to see. Yeah, I'm feeling this arc. I think it's pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> I'm worried about the boy Hawks. Like he had mm. little nubs burned off even like he's got no wings on his back it's wild to see like both the number one and the number three hero taken out so quickly but oh it is what it is plus the number five hero miriko or miriko like where is she you know she's healing i hope but it is what it is where are we going next nathan you what do you want to get into uh I mean, if I have to choose between the last two, I mean, obviously, I want to talk about Chainsaw Man, but this we, guy, we can save it for last guy. if no, you no, want. No, 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 let's get it. Let's go. I got so much to say about Chainsaw Man. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I there's a bunch I could say, but you, my well, friend, I mean, are you're watching the this for who, the first time, so I mean, yeah, I'm watching it, but you're also reading it. So, uh, I mean, you're you're the one who navigated this ship here so what do you want to say about episode four season Uh, one chainsaw man i mean so normally i save all my anime for you know end of the week because for closer to when we record but i hopped on this one like when it came out like way earlier this week because i was just so hyped to see the boy aki Mm. unveiling khan for the first time and now Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, and, and I was just going to say, and to see like a little tease of some of the other, uh, mm. some of the other uh, special division four members. Now, here's my gripe with you, sir. Oh, okay. Nathaniel, do you not, I mean, you're, you're, you're a nature boy, you know, you're mm. the boy of nature, you're Greenpeace, you're out there in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. Several times a year. Do you not know the difference between a fox and a wolf? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever. Because uh, there what is. Do you, what do you want from me? There is. There's a difference. All right. Fair, a, fair enough. A big I, I referred to it as a wolf. Uh, it's a goddamn fox. Okay. But it's the fox I devil. Was tr- at that time, I was trying to convince you 
of something. Yeah, that's true. Of the show. Like I, I, I was I was throwing turds at Mappa Studios. I was flying cross cross countries all the way to Japan and I was lighting fire to little bags of dog shit yeah. at Mappa Studios I, doorsteps. I had to You're break, straws. break the Dom the sacred <laughs> Dom law. Uh, in order to just lie about wolves, get you, <laughs> you never lie about wolves. I apologize well, because of this. It's it's F tier for me, my guy. Like <laughs> I'm not on board with Chainsaw. I'm kidding, of course. I enjoyed it. I I tweeted out that uh, my Twitter account is now an Aki Stan account above all else. <laughs> like I fucks with it. Like when he was like con, and then Ooh-wee! but yeah, it's oh man, yeah. I mean. That mo- that moment it it's such a good moment like in the manga with like how the paneling is and I was just so curious to see if it would be like as good like that reveal and, and I think it's comparable it's comparable comparable it's good. that's what I was looking for it's good all right it's um it's good yeah I think the paneling can achieve like the effect in a way because like the paneling in the manga it's more like you're here. And then in an instant, the the fox is there. Whereas like oh. in the an, in the animation, it's yeah, it there. Sort of zooms in. And then yeah. it like then you see the fox fully come in. Like in the manga, it's more mm-hmm. of a like bam bam kind of thing. But it it still looked great. Um, it was a great moment. I loved his because uh, that's kind of how I I pictured in my head like his just Aki saying con like just yes. so like con. so subtle yeah like yeah that, that's oh, understated that's just very like come yeah like, like no like that's that's uh, how i heard it in my mind yeah in the it manga. wasn't like a scream or anything it wasn't animated very yeah, like it was just like it. do it like come on in yeah it's brutal man like i loved i loved that i loved seeing it uh but to backtrack a little bit, let's get back into it. Basically, Denji, he is, uh, he's been promised like a fondle or two mm. if he saves power. Also, just real quick, I want to say that if I don't see any uh, black women out there at any conventions in the coming years dressed as power and your name like at the convention isn't like black power. What, what was this all for? True. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. There should be black women like wall to wall, just like with devil horns shooting out of afros or naturals mm-hmm. or braids. And they're, they're like dirty yeah. and they're just like, I'm black power. Yeah. Fuck I mean, it's, it. it's just true. Yeah. Exactly. It is black power. Yeah. Uh, but Dingy <clears throat> versus this worm devil. Leech devil. He's got. It's a what? Leech. Oh, leech devil. My apologies. I was thinking, had, did you see Heidi Klum's Halloween costume? <laughs> no. No. Google it. Google it. Okay. Just Google it real quick. All Either right. way. All right. she's fighting this leech devil. He's got two thirds of a chainsaw jetting from his head. Mm. Nothing from his arms uh, or arm, as it were, because one has been chopped in half. Oh, I think. Wait, I saw this costume now. I, I didn't, know, didn't know what the fuck. It, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I just like it was remember seeing this. Wow, it's a big worm. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. That's why I said worm is like mm. I've been thinking about that. Ever yeah, since. yeah. But either way, this leech devil, Dingy is out here, just 
giving it his all. And he's like, look, I'm trying to grab some fucking titties, boy. Do you know what that means? Oh, yeah. I love and, how single-minded he is. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And yeah, I love that just kind of the play on, you know, the, this whole little speech he gives uh, to the leech devil, like towards the end where he's yes. like, we're going to have like whatever he refers to it as like a dream war or something. Like huh. if, if I beat you, then that means that my yeah, dream my, of touching yeah. boobs is more important <laughs> than your, it outweighs your, your, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like you said, so, Oh God, I love it. I loved, I, I did the same. Normally I wait until like Saturday or Sunday morning to watch chainsaw man, but I take my last break I've been going in like way early so I can spend more time on my breaks later on in the afternoon. And I watched this at work and Mm. yeah, just listening to Denji talk about like, yeah, I'm going to grab some titties. And that's my motivating factor. Like that's all that's driving me. How is that any less than what you want to do? And I'll tell you this, if I beat you, that means it's more powerful. So let's fucking go. And I was with that. I was like, yo, Dingy, how old is he? Like 16 or 17 right now? Like, um, I don't know if you remember being 16 or 17, but I mean, it happened earlier for me. But when I was like in my early teens, like 14 or so, all I wanted yeah. was grab some titties. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that was it. For sure. I, re- I don't know if I ever told the story in the podcast. Maybe it paints me in a bad light, but there was a girl uh, that. I went to high school with mm-hmm. my best friend. He was a Millhouse type. And <laughs> nice. Yeah, we were in TV or like we were in video production class at the time. And there's like this little booth. And I remember paying this girl. I was like, look, my buddy over here has never seen Titty's IRL. <laughs> and I, I uh-huh. broke off a couple shekels and I was like, give it to him. And she did. Damn. So I know. Look, 2003, 2004, it Wild was a different time. time. It was different. I know a lot of you out there were just being born. <laughs> yeah, you're all zygotes in your daddy's eyes. But this was 19, 20 years ago, and I did that. So watching this, I'm like, this is so fucking true to being a 16-year-old boy. Like, especially a dirty-ass little fucker urchin who... yeah was selling nuts and eyes just to make it, you know, just to get by in the world. Unreal. Unreal. So I vibe with Denji. He's, he's a, he's a degenerate that's stolen my heart, you know? Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, It's for, yeah. I mean, that's at the time when Chainsaw Man came out, I mean, in these early chapters in this in the early part of the story, I mean, that's what was kind of setting things apart. It's just like, oh, it's like the shonen tropes, but with Subverted. this yeah, with just this fucking little <laughs> degenerate piece of shit. Uh, who all he, he doesn't want anything. I other grab than, some titties. Yeah, yeah, and and to just have like his disgusting toast. With like mm. 18 kinds of jam on it every day. There's someone, uh, I don't know if it was just one person, but there's someone I follow on YouTube who decided to make that toast. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't watched the video. I saw like the little thumbnail and I was like, no, nah, I can't. No, I, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I'm, I'm very classic. What do you like on your toast? Uh, I don't, I mean, it's been so long since I had like toast, but normally I like, um, I like, I like sourdough toast. Okay. Um, I can go for a wheat. I could, butter, I could do. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I could do wheat. I like wheat bread, but there's something about I like strawberry, strawberry jam. Mm. That's what I do. What do you do? Yeah. I feel like definitely strawberry or like raspberry. I, I like never done a raspberry. Mm. I'll tell you that right now. Never done it. Um, a classic strawberry. Yeah. Just way. like a uh, butter jam. Mm. is all, all yeah. it's all i need mm. fucks with it but um yeah i mean i know there's not much to say about some, these other characters but we just got like kind of a not yet a brief little glimpse yeah at, yeah 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 at three additional um three additional characters who are gonna so, be around i see an eye-patched woman yeah so that's jimeno Himeno. 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 Yeah. What's your power set? Um. Don't tell me. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Well, I want to be surprised. I, I'm not, not going to say, yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything specific about these people, but mm. I, I mean, we kind of, we get this more with, um, with Aki kind of explaining. Is she in love with Himeno? Like, huh? is she in love with Aki? I mean, Himeno. Is she in love with Aki? She <laughs> seems to be like his pet or like. Not his pet, but very subservient to Aki. She just seems like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, what do you say? Like, is it just because he's the leader or is there something more there? No, I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't say there. I would say uh, I'm trying to remember the like the hierarchy, but I, I don't know that she, she I would say she's like second. I got that with yeah. uh, okay. like she she's not I don't really see her as like underneath like they're, they're pretty equal in terms of uh, the other the other two are much lower on the uh, on the totem pole. Um, real quick, just want to insert some uh, real life shit real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, you remember how we were talking Twitter earlier and the whole parody thing? Yeah. Tim Heidecker has. <laughs> uh, Taken to Twitter as Donald Trump in parentheses, uh, deceased. And his <laughs> tweet is just like, I have died badly. Uh, nice. And this is something he's been doing recently. But now that Musk is in charge of Twitter, he's bringing it back because he had Donald Trump is dead trending a couple days ago. Wow. And that was sweet. Yeah. I just want to throw that out. There. Nice. Uh, but OK, the other two, we have a black, uh, black haired like black spiky haired dude and not like a black spiky haired dude, but a spiky haired dude whose hair is black. And then this young woman with brown hair and mm. like little clips, she seems very nervous, but who we have yet to see uh, that I remember from the opening credits is one, a blonde haired dude with like a little like pube stash and also a pink haired woman with angel wings and a halo. So Holding out hope for those. Yeah. But though we well, we talked a little bit about the angel character, the character with wings. Mm. Um, but yeah, that other guy uh with the mm -hmm. like the middle part and the like mm -hmm. scar. Um, yeah, he sort of looks like uh 
what's his name from uh, Attack on Titan? You know who I'm talking about. That piece of shit, the blonde haired dude who Aaron washed several times. Um, Reiner. Reiner. Oh, yeah, I guess so. He's a lot older. That character is a lot older than Reiner. I'm sure he is, but, but he still looks like him. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, like. I. I could give you. I could. I don't know that we'll get to them in, mm, this in season, season one. Maybe at I the ver- that- at the very end, it's possible. Yeah, I find that only hard to believe because like they're in the, they curated the this opening credits, yeah, yeah. you know, for this season. So yeah. I have a feel like maybe they'll be introduced, like you said in the last episode. Maybe. Yeah, I just, but, I mean, yeah. it's hard. It's hard also because I don't know. I'm I keep trying to predict in my in my mind like where they're gonna cut this season off. I feel mm-hmm. like I know that there's like there's kind of a an end ish point of an arc where I feel like I it's going to end, but, um, Hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's too hard to say, but, um, but yeah, I don't think they said the names of those two other, like, um, those two other characters, the, the, the girl who was like super nervous and like shaking and then the other guy. So I won't say their names yet, but not that it's like a big deal, but, um, but yeah, uh, it was cool to see, the tease uh for them we'll definitely see a lot more of the three of them but definitely a lot more of the himeno character mm. and yeah well yeah i won't say anything more but um what i was gonna say though was because when you said um when you're joking about me telling you her power set and it's what aki said to denji when they when denji was in the hospital and aki was like cutting that apple where he where he was explaining that you know like aside from power and denji you know being fiends and everything like everyone else on the team or the majority of people are just straight humans like they're not mm-hmm. no one has like inherent special abilities sure. like they're all just normal humans but humans can make these temporary contracts Right, with with like Aki and Kon, where yeah. he has to give up some of his body yeah, but he, in order to... Yeah, yeah and he has to ahead. do that like every time he wants. So it's not like mm. he can just bust out Kon whenever he wants. Like he... So a lot of the humans are he pretty... He has to feed Kon first, huh? Yeah, so a lot of these humans are... They can be very skilled, you know, just in normal human Ooh. things. But like, generally speaking, in terms of like powers, like special powers, like it takes sacrifices uh, to wield. I'm with it. But I mean, like this woman, she's missing an eye, human eye, yeah, or whatever her well, name is. So like, who's it, to say she doesn't have something going on? Yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of these humans do just get fucked up by battling mm, good point. devils and stuff. But yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, uh. Yeah, and I mean, some of the sacrifices are can be minor like giving some skin and others can be Mm. a lot more severe which uh who who knows who knows what we'll see (laughs) but um um, mia but yeah so that was interesting but i think uh for me 
personally as <laughs> like a manga reader and enjoyer the craziest part of this episode was the first big uh deviation from the manga where they added a couple of scenes here that were just like i was like what why did you do this but i'm not mad at it it was just like really weird basically in the manga after aki leaves denji's hospital room and himeno is like handcuffed to power uh, like he he get this was in the manga the, all of that was there okay they didn't cut anything they only added something but basically yeah aki goes up to power and he's like whatever whatever and at the end he's like said something like i don't want uh i was gonna try and find it really quick but you, you know what i'm talking about he was just like i don't want like anything to do with you basically yeah um yeah he in the manga he says i have no intention of getting friendly with uh like a fiend like you and then in mm -hmm. the manga it's literally like he says that and it's like a hard comedic smash cut to power busting into the apartment and oh. she's like and she's like hey i'm like i'm here this place sucks so Wait, so they added like Aki yeah. doing his like morning That's routine? That's all just there because it's there. I don't know. It was wild to see that. But look, I while I was watching it, I was like, yo, if I don't see like an aesthetic video where it's just Aki doing his morning routine for seven hours over like light. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it that's going to be a thing. Yeah, like so it's a weird thing for me because I'm like, it definitely they lost that comedic mm. punch of that like smash cut, but mm -hmm. we gained this ridiculous like three minute Aki aesthetic, like True. just getting ready. So it, it's just yeah, doing his thing. It's a hilarious thing to like add. And like everyone was going wild for it, at least that I was seeing, just like simping over Aki delicately yeah. getting ready um yeah. preparing food going outside for a smoke doing his hair doing laundry like it was very uh just it felt very like asmr vibes yeah. where yeah it was uh, it was weird i mean it kind of, it kind of felt like a some low-key kind of moody like um uh like slice of life show or something definitely but yeah. they also added uh another another scene where um aki met with makima mm. like in her office like that whole thing is not in the manga oh okay um just like a little extra just him kind of checking in and talking about everything so uh, yeah i mean it's interesting as long as they don't cut anything i'm fine i guess if they want to add some stuff but hell yeah yeah i was very i was very taken aback with the fact that like power i mean not that she would need to but she doesn't bathe often and she doesn't flush <laughs> i love period <laughs> yeah i i love that whole sequence um but yeah, I mean, this kind of gets into what I was saying, I think, last week or something. Uh, yeah. Just about like this kind of like <laughs> odd couple trio in this apartment and especially the like really heavy, like, you know, mean sibling vibes that uh, 
that but but I also I also appreciated like <laughs> you know because without power there like Aki and uh Denji butt heads a lot but once she shows Ooh. up they're both kind of yeah. like in solidarity over like she's fucking everything up definitely um i i really enjoyed that especially uh kenji he was he i mean he's scrubbing the toilet now like he's just <laughs> like you fucking stink she didn't even eat her yeah. veggies like well, he's so upset yeah and i mean it's it's just so good i love the yeah just the comedy of he's literally scrubbing her shit out of the toilet and she comes yeah. in and she's like hey it's time and he's like she's an angel <laughs> yeah Oh my God! She's gonna let me grab the titties. <laughs> yeah. Bet, 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 bet. Yeah, that harkens back to like just being a sixteen-year-old boy who has no scruples. You have no morals whatsoever when you're that hard up. I mean, he's never experienced it. He only just hugged a woman a week ago. Like, if we're, I don't know what the timeline is, but he only just hugged Makima, and now. Oh God. I love how his wants and goals, they're evolving. Like before he was like, oh, some toast and butter and blah, 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 and some jam. And if I could only hug a woman, that would be heaven. And now he's like, I want to grab some titties. Mm. So it it keeps progressing. And I, I really enjoy that. Uh, yeah. I'm um, digging it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think the adaptation is great so far. Um but yeah, I mean, just kind of like I'm lightly like re reading the the manga, like, you know, from the start and everything. And yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes to, you know, show with them adding this stuff in this episode. It's definitely like pretty much, you know, I'm looking at this chapter now, this one like, you know, 19 page chapter literally covers the entire hospital scene and like everything through the end of the episode in just one little short chapter. So it's definitely wow. like way more fast paced, the manga. Mm. Um, yeah, I saw that they're on chapter 109 right now and they've already animated like through chapter eight on the anime. Uh, yeah, the manga right now. Yeah, the new chapter comes out in like two days, but. And what chapter will that be? 110. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, it ends well, chainsaw man, the, like the original, like whatever you want to call it, like part one of chainsaw man ended at 97. So mm. like the base kind of like first part of the story, I imagine will be, I could see it being three seasons. Uh, what the first chap like the first like 97 chapters could be three seasons that's what i'm thinking yeah i uh, maybe if they do 12 per season but i don't know do you think i i feel like they're doing 12 to test the waters and they'll come back for 24 next season sure i mean that that's possible i think yeah if they stick it at if each season's 12 episodes i think saying part one of chainsaw man will be three seasons is a pretty safe bet but mm. yeah if they come back with more they could cover it in in two okay. possible i'm just but yeah there's there's 97 chapters in, in part one okay i mean 
All that being said, let's pivot over to to your eternity. Ooh. But before we get into that, there's just one thing I want to like brief you on. Did you know there's a man in Philadelphia who's uh, been eating one rotisserie chicken every day for the last 40 days? No, but now I do know that. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, he's he. I, it, it was on Twitter earlier, and it was the like there was. Uh, things stapled to a telephone pole that said, like, watch me eat a rotisserie chicken. This will be the 40th day. Uh, come down to the abandoned pier by the Walmart. And then underneath everything, it says, this is not a party. So mm. I've seen video of this man eating a rotisserie chicken and like people just watching him, like crowds of people watching him. And he ain't fat like i'm i just want to know what's up like what's going on with this guy that he's just eating a rotisserie chicken every day for 40 days i don't know what that would do to someone but if i find out that he drops dead like in a couple of weeks i wouldn't be surprised oh Either yeah Either way for sure i just wanted to let you know thank you that there's a man out in philadelphia eating a rotisserie chicken on an abandoned pier I and he's been doing it for 40 days wow a lot to think about makes you wonder what you've been doing with your life true yeah all right baby let's get into it to your eternity fushi the orb or the artist formerly known as the orb thoughts Mm -hmm. concerns um Yeah, I mean, high-level thoughts, uh, I think our predictions were somewhat true just in a, yeah. in the sense that things seem to be slow, like they seem to be pumping the brakes a little bit. Um, yeah. Like, you know, this male character, I still have not, I'm not internalizing names in this show. Um, I think it's like Ka something, Kakusha, Kakushu. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, I think the main thing that comes to mind, which is funny, but also I'm curious to see how it plays out is Mm. because last week you were talking about, I was like, why is this guy going to be different? And you were like, well, maybe, maybe the, (laughs) yeah, maybe the fact that, uh, you know, he's a man and he, he's not going to make advances probably on Fushi. Uh, yeah, but- <laughs> that lasted like 30 fucking seconds. Yeah. And like so far it's been played kind of for jokes, but I do think it would be really interesting actually to kind of explore that because like when obviously we all naturally see Fushi as a male character, but yeah, in, but he's not he's in reality, literally just an entity. Yeah. He's a total entity. I mean, I sort of doubt they'll ever get into this, but I mean, right. Yeah. Like be nuts, like I, maybe he feels more comfortable as one or the other, but yeah, I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see basically if Fushi ever takes so, a romantic j- interest just for those of you who are not uh, watching along with us for To Your Eternity, what we're alluding to is the fact that last week uh, I mentioned how all the descendants of Hayase had been like attracted to Fushi and wanting to like bear his child. And 
I was like, yo, well, this new descendant, he's male. So all that's out of the picture because, I mean, as we know, for most part, like Japanese animation, they're like not about that homo homophobic life. Like, or they're not about that uh, homosexual life, I should say. So when he meets Fushi, Fushi is presenting male. He's doing the damn thing. And as they go out into the world, Fushi's like, oh, I have plenty of different other, um, like, forms I could take. I could do this. I could do this. And, like, he cycles through. Mm -hmm. And then um, he chooses Panora or Pora. I forget her name. But the, oh, the amazing warrior from season one mm. who protected yeah. March and all that stuff. And as soon as he chooses that form this new uh, descendant of Hayase is just like, oh shit. Like, yeah. I went from six to midnight. What's up? Like, what's your, what's your name is? Like, it it was wild how quickly it happened, which is odd because he knows exact, like this descendant of Hayase knows that Fushi is not well, Fushi can be anything, you know? So it's not as if Fushi is one thing or another, but Fushi, it's, I, guess, I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, bottom line, it's a mind fuck. I mean, if you got like, a, if you have like a beautiful young girl, woman in front of you, I imagine it kind of everything else fades away in that moment, maybe, where you're just like, well, this is who's in front of me. But then maybe it might creep in and you're like, oh, well, I saw Fushi in grandma form before mm. this. Yeah. But that old lady could get it, too. I, don't, I mean, anyone can get it. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I yeah, I mean, like I said, it was mostly played for comedy in this episode, but I would be super like I would love for them to explore that in earnest. Oh, hell yeah. That would be interesting as fuck. Um, God damn. I just hold on. I almost got the dude's name. I want to find it real quick. But yeah. No. While I was watching, I was just like, yo, this is pretty interesting because I was like, but Fushi's a boy. I was like, no, Fushi is an orb. He he presents his male. Ka, Kahaku. Kahaku. That's the name of the first male descendant. Kahaku. Kahaku. So hmm. the fact that Fushi is only presented male means nothing because Fushi is whatever Fushi needs to be in that moment. Like, oh, I don't know. It, it was just very interesting. And I was completely just like, well, there goes that. As soon as <laughs> Fushi took that new form and Kah uh, Kahuku or Kahaku was just like, he was smitten. He was down bad. He was like, I'll oh, do yeah. anything. You know, I, I I don't blame the kid, but Jesus Christ, like have some self-respect. Stand yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this new, I'm not going to call him a villain or anything, but this new antagonist, as it were, uh, I'm going to call him Princess or Prince Peach, like the Peach Prince, uh, Bone, Bone, Bone Sheen or whatever his fucking name is. He. He's all about peaches, right? Like he's the the Earl of Peaches. Like what oh, was his deal? 
wait, yeah, you're talking about this man, like this dude with the cape, right? This. Yeah, he gave me uh, some JoJo Bizarre uh, adventure yeah, vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He's, he's very flamboyant. He's definitely coming with a super over-the-top energy, which I don't know how I feel about it just mm. because like, it doesn't feel like what I understand to your eternity to right. be. It, he feels ripped out of something else. Although, I mean, what we knew to your eternity to be was several hundred years ago. We spoke about this already. Like they've had so many jumps in decades and centuries that it's it does feel odd. But this is the world we're in now. You know, this peach, like this whole vibe. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it either. I just wanted I remember seeing him in the opening credits and in the preview for the following weeks. And I was like, oh, who who is this flamboyant ass character? Like, what's his deal? I was very curious how you would, like, receive him. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on the fence, for sure, mm. about him. I just, uh, yeah, it just seems like a little, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a lot of just, uh, this whole season two so far, for the most part, has been kind of readjusting to... Yeah. the new state of affairs with this show so or this, yeah, this it's series all over the place um but yeah i think we're, hmm? what we're only like three episodes in yeah yeah wow so yeah it feel it feels like it's been longer than that somehow but yeah i mean i'm, I'm definitely glad that things are kind of like settling in a bit more and we're getting more um you know, we're settling into some new characters and stuff. And yeah, I think I'm super interested in this, the potential dynamic between, between, uh, these two, um, Fushi and this new descendant. But I mean, I think it would be awesome if Fushi was just like in this form for like in the lady form. Yeah. I mean, cause like Fushi can take all these forms, like, I think it'd be interesting if he spent like long periods as just yeah someone else. No, I, I definitely agree with you, especially because uh, Panora, I think her name is. Oh, God, I want to look it up, but I don't want to be spoiled. But either way, this form is more formidable in battle. You know, she can use the bow and arrow. She can use a sword. Whereas Fushi, he was just a little boy when he took that. Like the form he took of the quote-unquote Fushi character as we know it was just a little boy who was walking with a wolf. So it mm-hmm. can't do much. But I don't know, man. I I wouldn't be opposed to it either. It's my only gripe with it being I was hoping that with the new like male descendant and Fushi being like I, I thought they'd be buddies. I'm not opposed to them like mm. coming up with some like love affair, but I was hyped because I thought that we we're gonna finally get like a buddy cop type thing. Not cop, but like buddy <laughs> duo, because I've been missing mm. Fushi and Gugu. And maybe that's the one true uh, pairing or the one true friendship for Fushi is Gugu. Sure. But I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, I could yeah, I could see that. Uh wanting that. I'm more agnostic i'm not really like Mm. hoping for 
any one thing like that, but I do. I just want a friendship. Yeah, for sure. I could see, I could see preferring that. Um, I just sort of feel like uh, Fushi's been alive long enough to where. Yeah, start try before you buy. Start, yeah, start mixing. Yeah, start mixing seeing mingling. seeing what's out there. I want to see Fushi catch yeah, catch one, feelings. That's one thing that we haven't seen. He's been talking about friendships and cultivating like relationships, but we haven't seen him fall in love. And that's one of the main things that the first male descendant uh said to Fushi when he met him was just like, You've been reading all these like romance novels you've been reading all these books about relationships like does fushi want love like beyond just friendship and family does he want companionship that would be something that this could like this relationship could like really dissect in season two is like what it what does it mean to really fall in love with someone else what does it mean to really experience because he's experienced loss of family. Mm. But what would it mean to like lose someone that you love? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I think you sold me on it. I think you sold me on it. That could be something. I was on the whole like friendship vibe. Like <laughs> they could be best buddies. But now, now that Fushi's in this female form, I don't know. Maybe it could be something more than that where they they start building they start building like a relationship that is more of a companionship and then it turns into a romance down the line i could definitely see that man yeah i think you sold me yeah man i i mean yeah i think fushi experience yeah this is a show very much a series very much about loss experiences and experiences Experiences and loss loss. and i i just think we've seen him have all these experiences of loss but it's all been very familial and yes yes and friendship he's based. never had his heart broken yeah i think it's about time oh, <laughs> i think it's about time God, no. heart, heart that's gonna broken. wreck me that's gonna wreck me fuck man okay i'm here for it yeah um i'm here for it ooh, now i'm gonna be disappointed if this doesn't happen but, I know, I know. Our own, our own head canon has like the greatest love story ever told in season <laughs> two. But man, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this entire kingdom, this knocker situation. We'll see what happens, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I'm just sort of. Yeah, well. We're getting carried away with our head cannon. I, 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 I have no, I, I have no idea. I mean, in like two episodes, they could be on another fucking continent <laughs> doing some wacky yeah. shit. Um, yeah, I mean, they're introducing yeah with this kingdom and just the knocker shit getting more cranked up. Like it just feels like I, I don't know really what to expect. Hmm. Like episode to episode, really. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Are you feeling uh season two? Like headcanon notwithstanding, not what could Ooh. be, but what is in this moment. Because for me anyway, what is in this moment, I'm here for the ride. I'm interested to see what happens next. Mm. I like the fact that they brought up Tanati's uh diary and the fact that people have exploited it to the extent that they have now 
like figured out weaknesses and strengths of the knockers and all these other things. And Fushi was upset about that because he knew that or Fushi, I'm I'm gonna start using they them pronouns with Fushi. You know, it it only seems right. All right. So when Fushi uh saw Tanadi die, they saw that the only diary that was present burned with Tanadi. But then when Fushi transformed in Tanadi, they left that that recreation of the diary behind. And ostensibly the Guardians took that and used it to their benefit. So now Fushi is upset, you know? Like I don't know exactly what that means going forward. It's for the betterment of all people because with that diary people can now like fend off the knockers you know what i mean Mm. more so than they could beforehand but fushi is upset for whatever reason right i don't right right well yeah i don't know it's yeah but uh, i guess to answer your question um yeah i don't know season two i mean if you can it's less less compelling less compelling than how season one kind of got you into the world True. but i mean so much Facts. has happened and it's just an evolution of what's already there but it feels yeah it just feels like a different show or a different series almost in a yeah. weird way it feels kind of slapsticky especially yeah. with this latest episode with the king and the prince yeah i think that's that's what i was mostly referring to was not that there'd be some colorful kind of kingdom, but just in, yeah, just the attitude of this prince yeah. and the king. It was just so like, kind of what I, I was complaining about with, well, I mean, it, it, it's not a Naruto thing, but just kind of the like, there's like this anime kind of like overused comedy style yeah. where it's like a lot of yelling and kind of the like mm. little... Are you shitting me? You you're upset with like yelling and all. What you watch JoJo's? Are you shitting me? Those are muscular men yelling with passion, uh, over this guy guy. over stands and shit. Uh, This is like a little. I I, what do you want from me? It's different. It's different. (laughs) It's completely different. But sure, um, sure, sure. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it's just. Well, I think it, no, yeah, I think I think it goes to like the tone that you set from the start. Yeah, I, I think no, season one is a completely different tone than season two, and I feel like they're mixing the tones from season, like they're trying to integrate some of these new broader, um, like tropes and takes in season two, while still bringing people along from season one, and it's not necessarily working to its benefit. Because I am feeling a huge, just like juxtaposition every, like from scene to scene, I'm just like, okay, we're here. And now we have this new peach prince who's just like big and flamboyant and loud. Where season one was like a smaller, more intimate story, you know, with smaller character beats and these large set pieces where shit would go down and you would have these introspective moments and i don't know it's gonna take some getting used to for season two yeah for sure i'm here for it yeah well we shall see week to week i suppose um 
yeah, we'll see where we wind up. Mm. All right. So that is it for this week. Uh, we're teased with the fact that this prince, Prince Peach, as we will call him, he he told Fushi, like, see what I see. Like, let me show you what I have in store. And Fushi saw something, but we don't know what it was that he saw just yet. Uh, I, I can't even begin to guess what it may be. But, you know, that's for next week. Uh, until then, guys, we'll be covering My Hero, Chainsaw Man, Tear Eternity, plus several more episodes of Naruto. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Man. Wow. Next week. All right. Guys, this has been Wasteland and Anime Pod. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Later. Later.